Hi, my name is Philia, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround our everyday life, including our walk with Christ. Now, I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So, Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, we are giving you a season pass to miracles, where we closely examine the miracles of Jesus Christ and we apply it to our modern day life. Today, we we will be talking about the miracle where Jesus healed two blind men in Galilee. This miracle follows immediately after the healing of the woman with the issue of blood and raising Jairus's daughter from the dead. The we the reading is taken from Matthew chapter 9 verses 27 to 31. I will be reading from the ESV version, but feel free to use whatever version you like. It begins. And as Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying out loud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And then their eyes were open and Jesus sternly warned them, see that no one knows about it. But they went away and spread his fame through all the district. Amen. Amen. So this miracle follows the woman uh, with the issue of blood and Jairus's daughter, which a key component is a, is faith. With the woman with the issue of blood, her faith healed her. Uh, Jairus's daughter, Jesus, after he, Jesus was on his way to heal her from being sick. And when news of her death reached Jesus and her father, the father was despaired, but Jesus told him to have faith. Here, when Jesus encounters the two blind men and they ask for mercy, they say, have mercy on us. He says to them, do you have faith? Do you believe that I'm able to do that? That was his words to them. And they say, yes. So he's asking if they have faith. So he's Jesus is showing us that a key component to having a miracle or having a healing is faith. These are back-to-back miracles. These all happen one right after the other. And Jesus shows us that faith is an ingredient, an unmistakable ingredient that necessitates right. the action of healing, right? He can he can do his part, but you have to do your part. And when he touches their eyes to say that you're they're healed, he also says to them, you are healed according to your faith. So imagine if they had a little bit of faith, right? Like would they be partially healed? So Jesus still puts the onus back onto them saying that faith is an essential ingredient to your healing, to your miracle. And so I think about that for all of us, right? Like we are in the season of miracles. We're in 2023. We're asking for miracles. We're asking for breakthroughs. We're asking for a turnaround. We're asking for healing. But do we have faith? And if we go to God with it and he says, yes, I'm going to do it to you according to your measure of faith. Do you have enough faith for total healing? Right. 
I, I really, really like this miracle um, because what makes it slightly different is that Jesus actually heals by physically touching the eyes of these men. Now, they followed him after the healing of Jairus' daughter. And, you know, it's not known that he, you know, that they actually knew him, but they did recognize him as the uh, descendant of David mm. or, you know, and called him a Messiah. So at this point, Jesus is actually having a lot more recognition and people are really believing who he is and what he's here to do. And when these men, you know, are, are following him, it's their faith, right? That keeps them, that gets them healed, like almost like their mercy, their faith, their their belief. And just like the woman who 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 had internal bleeding, it was her faith that that healed, that Jesus healed her because he knew that it was so strong. And these men had that similarity. But this time he did not speak, you know, use the spoken word. He actually touched their eyes. So this whole idea of life and death is in the power of the tongue. It's also in the power of touch, right? And I think that knowing that you can have healing hands, like God has ordained him to have the healing hands. It was in his cloth. It's in his word. It's in in his presence. All of these things, he was so powerful. He was the, you know, the, the, the miracle of miracles, his, just him speaking, him touching his, his, you know, as I said, it's in his clothes. It was everything. And I think that this showed how powerful that, how powerful he was. And this is why I really, really, really love this miracle. Amen. I mean, yes, you hit the nail on the head saying that Jesus is all powerful and rightly so, as you reference the healing is in his robe. The healing right. is in his words. The healing is in his touch. That shows that Jesus is not one dimensional. Right. To say right. Jesus is the son of David, that meant they recognize him as the one who was prophesied to come. This was right. supposed to be their king. This was supposed to be their savior. This is the son of God. This is who God chose to save them. And the person God chooses to save him or God himself formed into a human being, his son, his only begotten son has to have all power. So the power is in every aspect of his being, right. his clothes, his words, his hands. And, and it's not just limited to one aspect. And we know Jesus is not one dimensional. And I thank God that Jesus is not one dimensional or God is right. not one dimensional because we are not one dimensional and he can meet our needs in any way, any way right. that is specific to what we need right away. But it also takes faith. And by these blind men calling him son of David, mind you, they can't see. So this is their only hearing. They haven't seen any miracles. They can only go by what maybe other people have said, um, what Jesus has preached, which was essential part of his ministry was the preaching. So even blind men could see who he was. It's so hard for people to believe who Jesus is, but blind men could see. And it amazes me that the level of faith needed in this particular miracle comes from two blind men who can right. only hear about Jesus. 
Mm. I heard about you. They haven't seen these miracles. You know, when Jesus says, don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody. They haven't witnessed this because they haven't seen any of these things. But their faith and their persistence, they said, son of David, have mercy on us. Mm. So they they acknowledge him. And I think this is the first time there he's being acknowledged by the prophecy that he was the one to come who he truly was. And of course they, they couldn't have known if he was the son of David, right? They don't know his genealogy. They don't know his background or anything like that, but they believed in who he was. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. was the measure in which Jesus healed them. They got total sight mm -hmm. because they totally believed. I, I love the fact that you said they could not see and because they could not see, they could only rely on their other senses, right? So it's their power of their, their faith, right? Hearing of him, you know, you know, listening of, you know, the things that he has done. That is the thing that gave them that incentive that he too will be able to heal us. And having faith that he was the Messiah also elevated that faith in a sense because they had to really believe in it. And it just shows us that when we want to access our miracles, it's our faith that allows us to access the miracles. We can say all the time, oh, you know, this will happen and this will happen. But if you don't truly believe, you cannot manifest it. If you don't believe and have faith and hope that these things can actually occur, you cannot manifest the the the, the miracles that you know, you want for yourself. And I think that this miracle actually, it, it kind of reiterates that importance that the faith is key. Faith is the key to the miracle. Amen. I mean, the, you know, the word says that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they are transformed by hearing the word of God. And it's up to us to also be transformed by hearing the word of God. If there's anything that we've learned from these last three miracles is that faith, God wants us to increase our faith because we, we honestly have our handout all the time. We talk to God about all the things that we want and we need, and he's gracious enough to give it to us. But sometimes you don't get everything we want and need or, or truly desire. And we wonder why, but maybe God gives us according to our faith. And mm. sometimes people will say, like, what have you done with the things that God has given you, your time, your talents, your treasury? That shows your measure of faith. What you give with your time, your talents and treasure, treasury shows what you value. God wants us to show that we value him. God wants us to pursue him. Most importantly, God wants us to have faith. And so we need to work on increasing our faith. I think 2023 should be exponential growth in faith. That's what we should be doing. We should be stepping out on faith in all areas of our life, in every single situation. We can't reserve faith for the things that are beyond our control only, right? We have to have faith as an essential ingredient to everything that we're doing. Then we truly show God that we believe. So when we say have mercy, he will give us according to the measure of our faith. And that faith will be great, unstoppable. Amen. I, I, I have a testimony actually that um, that definitely reiterates this message. And, you know, you three years ago, 
when I left teaching, I had no backup plan, right? But I knew that God said, trust and believe, just trust me and be still. And, you know, I was doing different jobs and I had a full-time job and then it went back to a part-time. And it's like last week, my director recommended me for another director position at Kingsborough Community College in Brooklyn. I, huh? And she recommended me and I was just so taken aback because here she's my boss and now she's putting me to be equal with her. And it's like just sitting there by the time she texted the, the, um, the other director of the program within 10 minutes, I got a phone call. They set up an interview. They loved me. And I was offered the job and I start tomorrow. Congratulations. Thank you. So that was the thing when we were talking, I said, well, there's something in the works, but let me get it first. And then I'll definitely have a testimony. So when God says, be still and listen and, and, and have discernment, this is everything, everything that I've done, everything that I've worked for and worked towards has literally come into this one position because now I can impact the change that I want to change or or the change that I want on a greater scale. And I always felt like it was not in a classroom. It had to be something else. And to now have, you know, people that I would be managing and guiding and hiring people with my passion, I think the sky is the limit. Like I can only go up from here. So I am just so grateful and honored and thankful for all the prayers and just this, this podcast, this forum has really elevated my faith in God, my walk with Christ. And I can only, you know, go out and, 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 ev- you know, be an evangelist because God is real. Like his, his powers, his, his promise is real. And to be still is extremely important because your time is your time, no matter what. So. Thank you. Amen, Philia. Amen. I, I mean, Amen. the people say God, God rewards <laughs> the faithful. And yes. this this miracle that we just talked about is the <laughs> miracle was given by the measure of faith. So here you have something far exceeding what you expected and yeah. culminates everything that you work for. And it just came by the right connection. God puts people into your lives to get right. you to the right place. And he has to orchestrate all these things. But in every step of the way, you had faith. Yes, You didn't yes. know what the next door would be. You didn't know what the next opportunity would be. But you were ready, willing, and you had faith that God would lead your path. And he did. Yes. The Bible says, Put everything in God and he will order your steps. And you did that. So this is a great testimony about (laughs) miracles because we are, we are praying for our breakthrough season to be 2023. And if anything from this miracle and um, Phileas testimony, an increased faith gets rewarded faithfully and greatly. (laughs) So amen amen to that. Amen. Amen. Um, I just want to thank you so much and hope you enjoyed this discussion on on this miracle of healing two blind men in Galilee. We look forward to um, speaking about this on our next podcast. Stay tuned for announcements and our closing prayer.
thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on healing two blind men in Galilee. Before we end, we have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we'll be back next Wednesday to discuss the miracle of feeding 5,000 men and their families. You can find this miracle in John 6, verses 1 to 15. We are delighted to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesday's YouTube live discussion, where we will be discussing your season pass to miracles and how you can access our very own miracle through your personal walk with Christ. This will take place tonight at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, spread the news and follow us. Click that like button, and then you can comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and glory. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Now, since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. Lord Jesus, give us humility whenever pride reigns. Pardon wherever offense abides and grace wherever sin abounds. We pray to you, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Your truth runs counter to our self-exalting word. Horrible service is the path to kingdom greatness. This truth isn't weak or foolish as the world would think but it is blessed and honorable. One who exalts the humble and brings down the proud. Oh, that entire world would live in humility before you and each other. Heavenly Father, reprogram our soul with your word to remember the world is all about Jesus and not ourselves. Help us not to think more highly of ourselves, but to delight in regarding others as more important. Rescue us from the self-deception of pride by giving us a realistic view of our lives, our talent, and our relationship with you. And always looking to cross, which reveals both the wrath that we deserve and your costly grace. Heavenly Father, in our battle against pride, keep us from a false humility that fails to recognize your gracious gifts. Rather, help us, Father, to be the steward, what you have given us as a faithful servant, a servant ready to wear the garment of humility and to serve you in whatever way we would most. Heavenly Father, your son left the pleasures of heaven for a life of service on earth, and he gave his life for undeserving and ungrateful people. So help us to have his attitude, remembering that you oppose the proud and give grace to the humble. Heavenly Father, we ask that you continue to forgive us for our sins, for we do not know. May our entire being bow before you in loving allegiance 
confessing you as our Lord over all of our lives and of all the creation to praise you of your glory. O Lord, you are our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, may we all come into agreement and say, Amen, Amen, and Amen. We thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you. We hope to see you all tonight. Happy New Year again, and see you later. Bye.